Are you all ready to join me today in our trip to outer space? Come along quietly or not. I will talk to you of art. For there is nothing else. Some artists make a by placing them into the vending machines that only the upper classes and the Ruxpin government could use. Hello, folks, and welcome to episode 50 of the Planet Shivers podcast. I am and always will be Albert Shivers, and I'm excited for this one today. You have no idea. But being that it's episode 50, what I want to do for you if you've just jumped in recently or you haven't gone back through the catalog for the next couple episodes, being that we're in the 50s now, I want to recommend to you some episodes to go back and listen to. So I'm just going to rattle off some real quick on my handy dandy little list here. Episode 1, Artist Abigail Brayman. Episode 5, My middle, I'm sorry, high school English teacher, also bluegrass musician, Bob Wright. Episode six, abstract artist, Doug Gilbert. Episode seven, drummer and artist, Mike Lynn. Episode 12, rapper, Miss Knockout. Episode 14, artist, Jose Rivera. That's a fun one. And episode 15, 17, 48, and I think there's a fourth one in there, but Don Wilson, He had plenty to say, and each episode is interesting and fun. Episode 16 and 33, Ella Steinbeck. Episode 24, Don Stettner. Episode 37 and 45, Luke and Andrew. On one episode, we talk about old movies in general. On the second, we talk about horror movies. And those two boys are going to be back to talk more movies probably pretty soon. Our most recent episode, episode 49, with Isaac and Stefan. And while I'm talking about him, Isaac has been a fun little Ed McMahon partner in crime in a lot of these episodes. In the beginning, he helped out with recording. And he still helps out with recording when he can, but he also just jumps in and is part of the conversation. He's a very, very fun partner in crime to have on the show when he's on and he's on this episode too although he's quiet the other two episodes I saved for last episode 35 with Susan Silver who was the writer for the Mary Tyler Moore show worked with Bob Newhart went on a date with Lenny Bruce plenty of good stories and the second to last or the last one I'm going to mention here Sharon Preston Folta daughter of Louis Armstrong That was a very special podcast episode to me because it was a marker. You know, I had goals when I started this thing to eventually get big names on. But along with that goal was to keep it grassroots as best I could as it grew. You know, that the same episode a big name could be on or I'm sorry, the same show that a big name is on is the same show that a friend of mine will be on. And not putting not putting anybody on 
pedestals or, or above anybody else. Everyone was equal on the show. And when I had Miss Fulta on, it felt like it was that first step up. And, you know, when you're going through the episode and you're doing it, you're just, I was just making sure it was the best it could be. I made sure my questions were smart and that I was polite to her and also John Alexander, who is helping her direct a film about being Louis Armstrong's daughter. But when you're in it, you're just, you're in it. And I was 100% focused and it wasn't until after. Later on that day, when I had gone over to a friend's house and was re recounting the podcast and the whole the whole thing that it really hit that it was the first step Susan Silver also but when I started you know the fact that most of the artists and people that I'm into are dead a lot of times you resort to digging up their children or someone who may want to talk about them and what ends up happening is the podcast turns into to you know, a bunch of people, however many people, just all they're doing is talking about someone. And I think that with both Susan Silver and Miss Falta, I didn't want it to just be that. I, I was sincerely just as interested in what they were doing. You know, it's one thing to come in contact with big names and be related to a big name. But also, you know, you're always in the shadow of that. You know, Miss Fulta always is going to be Louis Armstrong's daughter. That's, that's what it is. But she herself was interesting hosting um, NPR shows over the radio. The things that her mother had done. Her mother was a jazz dancer. I don't want to get off on a tangent here. But all the episodes I just mentioned were fantastic. I recommend you go checking them out. And a little update. The episode with Armstrong's daughter, Miss Fulta. There is video for that episode. But what had happened was. As the video was being recorded. The sound kept getting more and more and more out of sync okay so I'm working on getting all the sound back in sync so I could put the video up normally um, I would just post the video clips right after the original podcast came out that's what I did with an Ella Steinbeck episode that we did over Zoom that's what I did with Abby Brayman that's what I did with Susan Silver but the job of resyncing all the audio is so big, and with everything else I have going on, it's taken a while. I'm a human being. It's taken a while, but it'll be there. Other than that, on this episode of Planet Shivers, Isaac is on, and Mike Strunk is back for episode 50. He was a monumental episode, episode 30. He's on episode 50. But this time we get all into politics. And... Mike has been wanting to express his ideas and his feelings on things uninterrupted. And that's what this episode is, is his opportunity to do that without anybody interrupting him, anybody distracting. It's just Mike being able to, to state his case. And no one's getting canceled 
on planet Shivers. The whole planet is cancel free. It revolves around a sun, whatever it is. Anyway, on my front of things, I've been doing a new series of art. If you're watching it on YouTube, you'll see. If you're listening, check out the YouTube video or my Instagram. You'll see what I'm talking about. So I'm working on a series of recreating, there we go, NASCAR wrecks throughout history with a little historical background behind them, but also using my drippy sort of deal with ink. This is done with pen and ink and calligraphy ink. This one is Richard Penny's 1988 Daytona 500 wreck. And my second one is Kel Yarborough's, there we go, 1965 Daytona 500 wreck when Daytona Speedway only had guardrails. There were no regular concrete walls. So it was just a guardrail like you'd see on the highway or on like a, a back road. And Yarborough's car went flying over the guardrail and flipped several times down the other side of the banking. So as he went over the guardrail, he went down the banking because these turns were banked and higher. So he flew probably many, many, many feet down while rolling. He was okay. Both of these, both of these guys lived to race another day. I've been very excited about this new thing that I'm on with these cars. Some people don't like it, but screw them. They suck for not liking it because I'm very excited about it. And it's the perfect winter project for me to do. On that note, I'm going to shut up and I'm going to tell you, like I tell you every week, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy this podcast. You could check out this episode and a whole lot more, 49 other episodes you could check out on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, even though I didn't get Rogan money, Spotify nonetheless, and YouTube with video. You could see my face and whatever else I decide to throw in. This is myself, Isaac, and Mike Strunk talking politics and swallowing the purple pill. Hope you enjoy it, and I'll catch you on the other side. Are we going? We are good to go right now. All right. So we're gonna talk politics today, or well, fuck you, a reasonable, that's, that's what I'm say. a reasonable version of it. That's that's where I'm going today. So why, <laughs> why, why, Mike? Why? Do you say that? Because, like I said, I was trying. I'm, I'm, I'm. I get involved with something, and then I get all hot and passionate about it, and then I get disgusted with it, and then I get burned out, and I, and I'm. I got a lot on my mind and I feel pretty charged but I don't have anybody other than this little community to converse with at all uh, because I mean like I said from the time the first day of school you know they said Michael doesn't play well with others I don't I don't see eye to eye ever with people. There's always people that think this thing, and then there's people that think that thing. And then me, I'm somewhere in between, and I'm trying to 
to to put a perspective across that isn't on one side or the other and that's okay if I'm in a group of people that are creative but if people aren't creative or that team spirit starts to build up which of course you know will because of the politics right now then people will just think one way or the other and it's incredibly incredibly aggravating when the smartest people admire in the last chapter of your life things you've read about philosophies and ideas and things when everybody just turns out to be a bunch of fucking stupid scared cowards because some fear comes along and then everybody's sheep start running in one direction or the other so you, you know what's going on now covid and trump and all this other mm -hmm. kind of shit and, and it's like there's people that i know that i've always conversed with about things like this and like i, I keep trying to make this point and say well i don't care what it is i i, I can't make a point only, there's only two things that people have on their mind right now is COVID is scary and Trump sucks. That's it. Yeah. And they're... At the bottom, like, of it all, that is all there is. That's all there is. You can't even get anywhere else besides that. Well, I just feel like those two are the reasons for everything, even though there are other reasons. You know, it always trails back to either Corona or Trump. You know? In other words, like... Everyone's being mistreated because of Trump. Da 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 da, da because of Trump. Like it all boils back to. What about war? What about sex? What about life? What about love? What about anything? Trump sucks. That's it. Trump sucks. Trump sucks. You know, yeah. and it's like I, I, I that's what I'm saying. I'm sitting there talking politics with people about things. Jeez, I don't know. See, how do I even start here? You know, I think of when I get when I first got involved with politics when I was you know, in my teens and shit, and I'm running around chasing Ralph Nader around. I had this interest in independent parties. That's it. That's always been my goal. I, I mean, I didn't care if they were really conservative or liberal or whatever it was. I just wanted to see something other than that two-party uh, monopoly mm -hmm. because it's corrupt, and we all know it's corrupt until times like this. And then when the bigger fear comes, everybody forgets everything. You know, they forget that they're, that they're corrupt at all. So the bigger fear like Corona, you're saying? All, yes, or Trump or whatever. So, I always swore I would never vote for a Republican or a Democrat ever until one day. And then I said, well, unless there was health care or education. Nowadays, I don't even know about the education because it's so fucked up. But... Obama came out with their education thing, and then I was like, okay, okay, some kind of health care, socialized health care, whatever mm -hmm. it is. I'm like, okay. So, like, without any excitement whatsoever. That is the only time I ever voted for a Republican or a Democrat, ever, in my life. Because, and it was for something very specific, and it's because both sides are the same shit, equally corrupt. And it's, like I said, we all know that. 
every Michael Moore movie's about that until it's time for election. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly the bigger Bush or the bigger Trump comes in and then suddenly they are just fucking brainwashed straight from the media to their fucking stupid pea brains. And then suddenly they're scared of, of, of Trump and Corona and can't think of anything else. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I'm running around... You know, supporting the independent parties and the green parties and the yeah, anything socialism. I don't care what the fuck if uh, Bernie Sanders or Ralph Nader, any of those things. For years and years, I was always trying to, you know, encourage that third party thing. But something that became clear to me, looking back in retrospect, since the time that I started this whole thing. Next to being an, a pure fucking anarchist, there's probably nothing quite as heartbreaking as, as um, being an independent or a Green Party or any of those people, libertarians or anything else, because you never get anywhere because these fucking cowards get scared into being the same stupid retards every time the election comes up. So Michael Moore does some stupid fucking movie about how Democrats suck and they this that and the other thing. So yeah, going back to the the origins of it. So I'm running around, saw Ralph Nader talk three times in the '90s, and I read like three of his books. The one book was called Crashing the Party, thousands of pages of n only this, how the Democratic Party specifically destroys any opponent, any any per any. Anyone who could possibly take votes from their side. Nice. And they were more evil. If you, you just read it, you can't read it. It makes you sick getting like, it's like, who the fuck wants to read that subject for like fucking 4,000 pages? But this guy is just, you know, his, his brain is just. But, you know, when I grew up, it was the conservatives in the church, you know, and they're just like, you know, you know can't have gay marriage and you can't have this and you have can't you know and, and they're pointing their fingers puritanical fingers around it everybody saying do this and don't do that it was a slow weird process to 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 live and understand that the other side was just as bad mm -hmm. and that's what this whole story kind of is so I read this thousand-page book called Crash the Party of how the Democrats, Democratic side is doing every evil possible piece of shit thing that they can do to silence. That's it. Silence. Cancel. You know, you hear that word all the time now. Anybody that has a, a you know, I have a t-shirt that said the spoiler. That was the big thing back then. That was the first time, my first glimpse into understanding that those morons are exactly as bad as the other ones. At least exactly as bad. No better. And then you start looking into it more and more, and they get paid by the same grease balls, and they're, you know, they're, you can tell that they're off there, you know, ha having drinks and laughing after the election and, and blowing each other off. And, but... So then years later, it's one thing after the other. Nowadays, it's Bernie. 
you know, and everybody's like, oh yeah, Bernie, 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 and there's Michael Moore again making another movie, yeah, Bernie go, Bernie go, and then of course the next Trump or Bush comes along and it's like, oh no, don't, don't spoil any, don't, you know, destroy our chances, and it's just a lifetime of being somewhat interested in these political things and events and moments and then um, just watching specifically the Democratic Party because the Republican Party just they were on to other things I don't know they, they love Jesus whatever it is that they do but they weren't the ones attacking the greenies mm -hmm. the independents Maybe they're the ones that weren't threatened. I wouldn't put it past them to do the same thing. They just, in my life, weren't the ones. I'm out yeah. there trying to support Nader or Bernie or whatever it is, and I'm just getting one thing after the other, after the other, after the other, from these fucking scumbags. And again, it's the cowards that vote for them when the when the mm -hmm. when the Bush and the Trump are up for election. So. Uh, time goes by, and this orange fellow comes in there, and I'm just like, who the fuck is this media hack, you know, big businessman schmuck, you know, I'm just like, who the fuck wants something like that to be, but eh, so well, you know, they, they, they practically have people, shysters like that in office already, what's the difference? At least maybe being a little more, might as well just... Say okay, give me a give me a greasy sleazeball businessman. Well, it's like it's clear that the um, let's see, the Democrats don't will stomp out the third parties because those third those third party people if they weren't voting for their green or their libertarian, they would more than likely vote blue. Uh -huh. So I don't think the the Republicans would lose anybody. That's just, very yeah, rarely. That's just how. It, that's just how. It but that's out. how it worked out. So well, that's I, and it doesn't I excuse any sleaziness. But I'm just saying, like, that's probably why the blue, the Democratic side would take them out more. And you know, you hear it just like you're saying. Like I've heard it too from people. You better not vote. Independent. You better not Dude, vote I'm green. telling you, I, there's something about whether it's old time patriots that have some kind of weird respect for some dream about independence, you know, about about constitution and independence and 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 the sovereign. The sovereignty of the individual, these kind of things. Between that, and I don't know, maybe there is some kind of like just fear of lying because I guess a lot of them are Christians, you know, but then you know that they're the sleaziest fucks in history half the time. But still, it's kind of like I realized that they're both the same and then realized that this side is much worse when it comes to like just authoritarianism fascism i know the i know like 
Trump would would just be a tyrant if he could get away with it and just do whatever he wants. You know, it, it, what it is is Albert and I are sitting there the other night, and we're watching we're watching the election, and every hour. You see another state going red, another state goes for Trump, one goes blue mm -hmm. for Biden, one goes going, 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 going. And it's pretty consistent, you know. And then somewhere in the evening, I don't know what were we, one, two, three o'clock in the morning, we're sitting there and you could feel something change. Like suddenly things just stop and nothing happens yeah. for like an hour straight. Wow. And then... Wow. As the night goes on, most and of we're them, both watching like live feeds. Yeah, right. Everything's weird. Okay, this state, that state, this state, that state, this state, that state. Then suddenly nothing, and then all the West Coast just pops up, like somebody made a phone call. Boom. Arizona is just blue. It's not light blue. It's not going back and forth. It's just. It's just suddenly that's just there. Now you hear about. It's because. Fox News called it early or, or like some weird Someone told thing. me it was like when the mail, the ballots came in in like a giant truck. Like trucks and trucks with mail were pulling up. Something, you know. know. And then there's nothing for days and days and days. You know. But, but what does happen is we go to bed and there's five states all set up red where Trump is just winning. We go to sleep, and four hours later, we wake up, and they're all blue. <laughs> this is where farming took over. You know what I mean? And, like, just immediately, we talk to each other, and we're just like, phew, that was fucked up. Like, that That just, you know, we're sitting there watching this thing, and it just, it's growing and, be, and acting a certain way. And then suddenly it just stops as if, as if it's confused and, and has to reassert itself. And then just fucking reboots you. <sighs> yeah, you. You mentioned something how like the two, like the trends or whatever. You were showing like the trends and how but didn't Biden's just like shoot up a bunch of points. Or something. Yeah, there was this one graph that showed exponentially how all the, the votes were coming in. And as the more, like, you had two little lines, a little blue line and a red line, and they're, like, racing each other up this hill, mm. and they pass each other and fall behind, and but it's a very natural incline up this chart. Yeah. And at 4 a.m., mm -hmm. during the time when you're talking about where you and I at least threw in the towel, at around 4 a.m., the blue line, after... The 24 hours of both lines going up naturally, the blue line just goes like a rocket, just yeah. straight up, and then starts again. And the argument could be made that, okay, those were mail-in votes that were counted. That's like that? Cool. Awesome. But wouldn't that mean that both lines would shoot a little bit? Like if you just... A little bit. If you just dumped... The numbers yeah. in there, both lines would jump and then continue, rather well, than just one line jumping and continuing. Yeah, and I don't want to speak for you, but what I saw the next day was like, that didn't happen. That's bullshit. Somebody mm -hmm. made a phone call. Right. Okay. So now, that's how I took it. Now, 
I see all these people talking about um, the same kind of suspicions that I'm talking about here. And now people are just running with, with, with this theory. Yeah. And people are copying each other and parroting it. This was an observation. This wasn't yeah, something right. that, that, that came out of, um, like, oh, I heard this person say it. And then, see, this is what I'm saying. I yeah. hate being in a world full of those people where they just yeah. parrot and just, yeah. just copy each other. And it's so irritating right now because it's so there, because it's election time and because there's so much heat between these two and the corona thing and everybody's stressed out. But it's like, I'm not even going to go there. I'm not going to go talking to these people that I'm talking to about these things. And I said, well, what about this? And what about that? And what about the racism? And what about, um, you know, but Trump is evil. Trump is evil. Trump is evil. That's, you know, that's all they have to say. And I'm sitting there saying, this was obviously, to me, some fucking weird thing. That looks like somebody just made a phone call and, 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 you know, just made everything turn blue. You know, it just, you know, but to to say that right now would just kind of put you in the category of those people because now these people think this and these people think that. Yeah, it would put you immediately in the coop category. But I feel like coming from a completely apolitical, no horse in the race position, why wouldn't they be crooked? Like, why wouldn't they? If you spend four years seething over a dude, and again, I'm not saying I'm not saying anything that Trump himself did, but they just hated him for four years. They threw every trick in the book at him, and it bounced off of him. So wouldn't when you finally have like the when there's the biggest chance to shuffle, you know, to deal off the bottom. You're not going to take it if you work that hard. Like, you know, this isn't Disney World. Like, these are, like, powerful people who want the power. And they don't want other people to have it. And they want it back. This is what I'm talking about. (laughs) Starting from that fucking book I read so many years ago as I'm getting tomatoes at me when I'm having my little spoiler shirt on. I've seen these people specifically. These people attack me. The church used to piss me off when I was a kid, but since then, since I got politically active, it was just these motherfuckers particularly. It is personal. It's revenge against them. Okay? So when I see when I see what's going on and I'm trying to converse with old friends, you know, and we're all we were all punks together kind of thing. But I'm saying, look, I'm sorry, but this this fucker comes into office and he is not a Republican or a Democrat. He said he was a Democrat and then he conveniently became a Republican. You know, he's just, he's just, you know, it's, it's, it's either personal ego and selfishness like you would expect of a, of a businessman or somebody that wants to write his big ass story in a book and, and say, look at me. Or there's that other idea that a lot of people have that maybe he just has everything and he has all the money he needs and everything and there's just something that came to his senses after years and years of of doing the devil's business and winning and losing and doing everything else where he finally decides, you know what, 
I think I'd like to make a change. I'd like to help people out a little bit here, you know. I tend to think that that's not likely, mm-hmm. but I don't cancel that. Right. I, don't, I don't say that that's not possible. You know what I mean? I, who knows? And maybe in his mind, what would be saving the fucking world would still be destroying it in other people's um, perspective. See, that's another argument, but we could save it. But that was another point that I've been making all week. Is when you insult one side or the other, uh-huh. like they, like how could they do this? Like okay, like they, somebody was saying to me they couldn't believe how many people voted for Trump, uh-huh. even though he he seems like he lost. How many people actually voted for him? And how could they, how could they ruin America and and vote for a racist and da 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 da, and whether they are right or wrong. It's important to realize that they think they're doing the right thing. Like just like you think you may be doing and the I right know thing, that. they think they're doing I the right thing. I know they think that. And I know you do, but I'm like just in general. Yeah. Like the same way a democratic seething democratic person thinks that they're absolutely right, there's a, there's someone their exact opposite who thinks that they're absolutely right. Now see, and this is what I'm this is where I'm coming off off to the left here. Not even on the left. Yeah, I'm like the, the the kid who never believed in Santa Claus. I can't remember believing in Santa Claus, even though I push it on my kid all the time. You know, I don't. My first memory is like this doesn't seem quite right. I know. I moved to New York City when I was 15 years old. I went there a punk. I knew people that worked in the High Time magazines. Uh, you know, company over there, and I remember Giuliani was coming in there and doing all these shady, underhanded things to like, to like, fuck anybody he 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 wanted to get off the street, adding cops everywhere, and 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 calling the police chief on this person and that, and then he'd be like, there'd be a pop march somewhere, and he would just do a family day celebration right in the same park, all kinds of shady shit. And you could argue it subjects all these ladies and their kids to all the crackheads of New York. Whatever it was, when it was all said and done, it was amazing what that man did. And now I look back at it in his history and just what what happened and how this was just like this weird, wishy-washy, democratic city like most cities where this weird thing happened where people just got fed up and somehow this, this conservative asshole basically made his way in there and just cleaned the fucking place up in in 10 years time Mm -hmm. and i was there to see it it was amazing he took took every shady trick in the book but in the end what he did to clean up new york he turned it to a fuck from a fucking wasteland from something out of a dirty harry movie which i appreciated when i was an angry young kid just stepping over crackheads, dying in the streets, to a place that was nice that you could walk from one side to the other. You know, in the years later, it was amazing what he did. And then you look into more of his history, and it's amazing what he did with the mob, and it was amazing what he did when he went up against big business. This man is a hardcore... Like nasty fucking shrewd New York asshole with some balls, man, and he just just lays 
the law or the or the 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 slime down on you. You, you, know, you know what I'm saying? But like in the end, it was to get rid of the mob. You know, and he even went against the mob itself. You know what I mean? And it's like playing, like you needed somebody shady like that to go up and understand what it is to go up against something like the mob or big business. And this is one of the few examples of people that did. Then you look at Trump's history, and you see Trump doing the same kind of shit. You know, he won all that he won and won, and he's, he's just greedy and just eating and eating, and then he starts to lose, and he goes through all that, and he just doesn't give up, and he fucking... But he also doesn't spend too much time worrying about his losses. He's like, oops, temporary setback, and then he gets on, gets on to the next thing and on to the next thing. Okay, so now suddenly... There is a New York fucking sleazeball, crazy fucking businessman, and you gotta you gotta know your shit if you I mean if you're doing that shit in New York City you gotta you got you, you gotta know how to play dirty, you know, and that dirty lawyer of his that 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 he you know worked mm-hmm. with throughout all those years and through high and low times in New York City. And suddenly, this guy comes in there and he's going against the Democratic Party, which he was friends with just a few years before he started this fight. Who knows? Maybe, you know, there's rumors saying that he thought that the, that the Republican Party would just be an easier way to shoo into the position. Yeah. I don't doubt that at all. I don't think... Here's my thing. Everybody's saying Trump is great or Trump is evil. No, I know he's evil. Even if he had a a change of of point or perspective or heart, if he had a change of heart, whatever, it could have been. Who knows? You know, what, what else do you do with yourself when you have that much money? I have seen the Democrat Party specifically be pathetic, horrible, vicious fucking assholes canceling and 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 um you know squashing everybody. People that I was, you know, my, the parties and things that I was interested in. And now here's this this sleazeball that came in and is doing battle with them. Okay? And both sides are going to pretend like they're good guys. No, this is a con out conning the con man. That's the way I see it. That's the way I want it to be. I think that those fucking Democrats are fucking low-life pieces of shit that are more sleazy and scum and, and evil than the, than the fucking conservatives even. I used to sort of put them in the same category. I, I personally seen more sleaze coming from them and um they went to war with trump in the sleazy way they always do things trying to cancel and 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 condemn and demonize and then they lay all that fake shit about russia and all this other stuff on them and the funny thing is, it uh, they I, they went so hard and so desperate at him 
you, you know it's a power play, but it almost seems more desperate than that. You know, you hear all these stories, the more the conspiracy type stories about, well, you know, like Clinton says, well, if this guy gets in office, we're all going to hang. Oops, did I just say that? You know, it does seem like that. It does mm-hmm. seem like there's something about this group of elite scumbags that, that there there's a concern there. And then this guy comes in there and he talks about, he starts talking about how he wants to expose them. And I don't know when that really started to come in there. I don't know if that's what he had in mind all along to expose something like people want to think that's what his purpose was or if it's just pure egotistical revenge. And you know what? I don't care. All I know is that there's not one thing, one sleazy underhanded thing that he can do right now against the Democratic Party that I don't think is completely, completely called for and and justified. Mm -hmm. In other words, they are such a bunch of sleazy piece of shit scum, and I've seen it personally, that they need somebody that sleazy. They need somebody that dirty. They need somebody, at least in his past, to understand how to how to play dirty in order to go up against these fucking scumbags. And now suddenly, they pick a fight with this guy, and he's just relentless. And then he hooks up with Giuliani, who is also fucking relentless. Now they've got a team of people that are just fucking vicious. I'm like, yes, destroy them. I want to see that. That's all the fuck I want to see. Oh, but he's evil. I don't care if he's evil. And my friends are saying, but he's evil, but Trump is evil. You fucking retards. Shut your mouth. Hear me. Hear what I'm saying. They're both evil. They deserve each other. I want to see this guy play dirty and destroy those motherfuckers. And that's all the fuck I care about. Even when I voted for fucking Obama, I didn't give a fuck. I was just like, okay, here's one for health care. You know, I didn't care. I've never cared before. The only thing I care about is to see the Democratic Party, which I've seen to fuck everybody, get fucked, destroyed. That's exciting to me. Now, that's made things exciting to me. Mm-hmm. And now all I hear is that Trump is great, Trump is evil. Trump is great. Trump is evil. I said, but these people are fucking corrupt and they've been destroying uh, every party and every Green Party and everything. Oh, but Trump is evil. You know what I mean? Or anything I can say say to people. Oh, but Trump is evil. But he's mean. But he's mean. Fuck you. You stupid fucks. All of them. Noam Chomsky. He's scared now. And he's like, because he's a a extinct, uh, extinct, what do you call those fucking people that worship the that, that think the world's going to end in twelve extinctionists? years? Extinctionists. Whatever. I don't even give a fuck if it does. You think I'm going to like, like, go out and scare my kid into becoming an activist and and tell all the kids that they're going to die in twelve years? Do time? you notice something? That you're saying, talking about Greta. You notice Greta. something about Greta lately? No. She's looking rough. Of course she's looking. Like rough. she's all thin. Like when she first started, she was like a kid. Well, weird looking, but she was a kid, and she looked like a kid. She looks like all like sunken in the Dude, face now. These pieces of shit, like they might as well have raped her, man. Like she's just they're they, it's abuse. 
she's the a greatest example of child abuse. And that's what all of these pieces of shits are doing because of their coward and fear. And that's getting to the other side of things, which I didn't even get to, which is the woke shit. Okay. There's two evils in the world right now, and they're working together. This is going to be episode 50. This is going to be the one. Okay. There's these <laughs> scumbag fucking piece of shit, scumbag fucking elitist Democrat fucks that deserve every evil thing that this motherfucker can dig up on them. Mm-hmm. And then, and there, and half of why they're there is because, like I said, the Trump and the Bush comes along and everybody's like, oh, fuck Bernie and Nader. We don't, you know, we don't want him in there. Let's vote against. Let's vote against the Trump, against the Bush, against the evil guy. And that's why they're all in there. That's why Trump is in there. That's why they get nothing. And that's... (laughs) That corrupt bunch of fucking assholes is created by these these fucking cowards and then those cowards are also and it's almost like an opposite thing that underlying kind of leftist i don't know you want to call it marxist whatever it is thing that 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 that's developed into pc and and um wokeism but that's it's it's relative. It's the same. It's still just the it's just the uh, the result of 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 that cowardice. It's it's a symptom of that, you know. And so you've got this fucking dumb bitch over here that doesn't do anything but talk about racism on the left and shit like that. And yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe she has other agenda. I, she doesn't talk about anything else but racism. So you got the woke thing over here and you've got this decrepit old fucking crook biden you know who's been been you know selling america out Mm -hmm. to keep his kid high on crack you know after the fucking (laughs) clintons and all these low-life pieces of shit right from the bushes and all these people that we've been all railing against for all these fucking years I, it, it's it has excited me. I just want to see these people stomped. I want to see them stomped. I want to see a fucking just a, a boot in their fucking neck. And then my friends are saying, "Oh, but this, you know, but this Trump is status quo." No, there's nothing status quo. Status quo is Bush, is Clinton, is Biden, is Obama. That's you know, and partly. If this was status quo, if this was, if Trump was an, a normal fucking politician right now, he'd just be like, okay, I understand the rules of the game. It's time to concede. That's what they do. And they just say, okay, you take over, you know. But he won't. For personal greed, for fucking revenge, for whatever reason, he won't. And... 
They all play this game generation after generation, pretending that everything is good, pretending that they are good people, pretending that they don't cheat at elections. No, no, they cheat at every fucking election. There's just nobody that ever has the balls to really challenge it. And so it just grows and grows and grows. Like, interesting enough, the one, one of the, the, the states that seemed to do pretty good this year that nobody wants to complain about is, is Florida. Why? Because they already got fucked a little bit for pulling that shit with Bush. That was back in the day when, when the Republican was getting um, right. And at that, at shit. that time, it was Bush's brother or cousin right. who was the governor of Florida, and it got shady. So we already fucked them a little bit, and they're watching their shit a little bit now, right? Yeah. So nobody's complaining about them, but everybody else. So, so, oh, we have we have a, a good, uh, we have an honest electoral system. <laughs> no, it hasn't been for years, and that's just acceptable, you know. And when your time comes, you know how the games are played, Mister Neoliberal Bush Obama. Biden, you concede, give it to the next guy. No. This guy is not going to concede. And he shouldn't. Because those motherfuckers railed him and stuck his dick in the dirt over and over again. And this guy is a prick, man. This guy is vengeful, despot motherfucker. They did all that shit to him. Mm -hmm. And they never let up once. And now the election happens... And I'm thinking, okay, if Biden wins, eh, I'll go get an extra hour of sleep. I don't give a fuck. If Trump goes, good. All these kids will go out in the street and start, you know, burning down everything again. And then they'll go get their fucking, their heads kicked in, which they didn't the last time they should have. So that was exciting. But then I'm thinking after the election, I'm just not going to care. But you know what? It's not like the end of the election. You don't. You still don't know what's going on. But either way, election day came and went, and I'm like, if Trump decides to give up, then what? What does it matter, right? So, you know, Trump might just say, "Ah, shit." You know, I did my. I. I. I, I got it. I became president of the United States. That's a nice last chapter on my book. If he's just mm -hmm. a greedy asshole that just wants to put his 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 mark on the earth his little pissing ground he, he, he that could have been it yeah. and if he walks off I'll just be like alright here it is this is what I know I know Trump is a sleazy motherfucker at least was and that's good because he knows the rules of the game mm -hmm. I know Giuliani is a sleazy motherfucker if these two after being fucking fist fucked into being like vengeful at vengeful after the Democratic Party for doing all that stuff if they don't get them nobody's ever going to get them so mm -hmm. if the election day comes and Biden says I won and Trump concedes and he says okay that's it but th they gave it a really good shot that now we know that the left have have uh somehow formed the Orwellian future even more so than 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 they've they've we've gone into this Orwellian kind of future and it was not the side that we thought that was going to do it you know 
it turned it out turned out to be the other person. They're the ones that are saying cancel this and don't do that and these puritanical attitudes that they have. But Trump is not giving up, and neither is Giuliani. And that's exciting. Because all I ever wanted to see was these people fucked. I didn't want to see them lose. I don't care if a Democrat wins or a Republican loses, and then the next time another Republican wins and then another Democrat loses, and then that game of ping pong that goes on. I don't give a fuck about that. I want to see these assholes buried. I want to see those emails of fucking uh, Clinton. I want to see, you know, pictures of Bill out in the island with with uh, Epstein, you know, and getting exposed for being a pedophile motherfucker, whatever it is. I want to see these Bidens going around the world selling out America to all these countries. I want to see it be revealed that these people are making phone calls and making fake votes. I don't care what it is that his kid is out there being a crackhead, you know, like, 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 you know, buying 14 year old prostitutes. That's the only thing that, that interests me is to see this elite cult of creeps be exposed and fucking destroyed. Mm. And so now that the election day is over and the thing is continuing to go on, if Trump would have just say one, which there's something there's something that feels good about that because these people are just always so fucking cocky and they're talking about this blue wave and shit and they know that how these sheep are. If you keep talking to people about there's going to be a blue wave, there's going to be a blue wave, there's going to be a blue wave. Everybody will start being like, oh, there's going to be a blue wave. Okay, we'll be part of it. You know, we're team blue. We don't yeah. want to be the losers. You know, you know how fucking pathetic people are and it does work. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. The elections happened and it was half and fucking half. Half the fucking country was like, you people suck. So, you look into the history a little bit, which I've been lately. The Constitution does, it is set up to combat corrupt forms of government beyond the guns. You know, everybody's talking about the guns. The guns. I don't give a fuck about the guns, right? It hasn't happened since the 1800s, but there's more to it than that. What happens is after the popular votes and the electoral votes, there's more innings to be played if it plays out this way. Mm -hmm. And if he keeps this up, like I said, everybody else knows there's corruption too, but nobody was pissed off or, 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 or greedy enough to challenge it. Those two are. And it's not just two of them, but you know those people are mm -hmm. eventually it'll go above the heads of the popular vote the mm -hmm. democracy the electoral vote and then it comes back around and is decided by the states themselves if worse comes to worse and you start to talk about a coup and shit like that but the thing is, if it does get to that point, and it can go to that point, 
it will be decided by the states in the end. And there are more red states than there are blue states. Mm -hmm. So it is very possible that if just by persistence this fucker keeps us up, he could still end up winning this thing. But even if he... It would even be better if he just... If they kept... If he kept exposing and, and, and beating and beating them until people finally, like, just swallow it, that these people are scum, and they've been scum all these years, and they have squashed the natives, and they have squashed the Bernies, and they have squashed the independents, and they've just squashed the green parties, and all these kind of things. This, yeah, so this is exciting to me, and... You know, the other day, I, you know, after the election, I just, you know, I just said, well, you know, if Trump gives up, he gives up, you know, that's it. Let's see where the world goes, but I don't know. So the old time, the old timers that I like to used to talk politics with, they're just like, oh, Trump's evil. That's it. But even worse than that, you know, is... He's the homophobe, and he's the sexist, and he's the racist. Mm -hmm. Those people are just, just fucking stupid. You know, and like Chomsky, well, Noam Chomsky just recently, I've read every book that the fucking guy's written, and you can, you can count on him to be like, look, that sucks, but... <laughs> You can count on him to be, um, he wants to encourage people, or he always did, to think for themselves. Mm -hmm. He says, don't just agree with me. You know what I mean? Think for yourself, and, and I was wrong about this. He used to always do things, say things like that in his book, but I made this prediction, and didn't. he used to encourage people to think for himself. But again, he became, I don't know if he became old or scared, and he thinks you know that the world's going to end in 12 years' time, and that's it. Now, Trump is the worst person on the planet Earth that's ever existed, which he just said, basically, something like that, quotes. So, he's become a scared idiot. You know, that's just how powerful fear is to cowards, you know. And there's just absolutely nothing that Trump, I've gone, I, you can go down the internet, one thing after the other, top 10, 30 things that Trump does that's racist, there's not one of those things, not one thing that I've seen Trump do that is racist. Not one. Mm -hmm. They've just changed the definition to conveniently uh, support their fucking political agenda. He might be racist if he if he is he doesn't he hasn't shown it yet he hasn't shown mm -hmm. any signs played it you know or and even sexist you know there's that bathroom talk but beyond that you know fucking hires the black ladies and the and the women and the gays and he's hanging out it, it, it there's just it's complete complete fabricated fucking nonsense fantasy idiocy stupidity. By stupid, scared, you know, media 
media indoctrinated fucking morons. They, they just have no sense at all. So, I don't know. So, like, yeah, so I guess I've never felt more excited. I've never felt like there's more potential for change from all the chaos that's going on. And yet I can't express it to anybody because everybody is fucking stupid. Any person that says, but Trump is evil, is stupid. Mm -hmm. All of them. Anyone who says Trump is racist is fucking stupid. It's just that simple. And the reason why I say that is because Trump for all the evil that he is, could not possibly be half as evil as from what I've seen, what anybody else could see that the Democratic Party was with this whole Russian thing and, you know, mm-hmm. going out in Epstein Islands and everything else. How many times do you have to kick them in the face with reality for them to see that? So, you know, and racism, that just just not true. It's just you, you're, you're conned into thinking something that's not true. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode 50 of the Planet Shivers podcast. I want to thank Isaac and Mike for being on it. I'm excited for 50 more. So you could check out this episode and all the 49 others on Google Play, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the podcast app, SoundCloud and YouTube with video content and everybody loves some good video content beyond that you can check out what I'm up to on Instagram at Albert Shivers and on the Albert Shivers Patreon page I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as always I appreciate you guys listening and we will all catch you on the next episode of the Planet Shivers podcast next week I'm going to keep things a little close to the vest. I'm not going to tell you what's coming next week. You're just going to have to wait and see. So I'll talk to you then.